0: Welcome to the Mental Yoga Life with Kim. Let's live lifefully together. Today Today we're covering the Yoga Sutras 1.12 to 16. And this section is about practice and non-attachment. Previously, Patanjali has been explaining how yoga, the practice of yoga, can help us feel at peace and help us calm the fluctuations of our mind, so here he is starting to tell us how in order for that to happen, we need to practice, and we need to also practice with non-attachment. So in Yoga Sutra 1.12, Patanjali just basically says that practice and non-attachment equals calming, peace, and tranquility. In Yoga Sutra 1.13, we learn that effort is needed to maintain this practice. So the practice of yoga, not just the physical practice, but the, the whole practice, the practice of the ethics, the way that we treat others, the way we treat ourselves, the practice of breathing and meditation all require practice. That's why we call it practice, but it requires an effort to maintain that practice. Yoga Sutra 1.14 is is a very long uh, sutra, many words to to look at and to translate. Uh, I've translated to that that practice is created through a long time, um, a period of time. Uh, It is needed to have continuity, attention, great care, strength, and groundedness. so. You can see below um, all of the words that are used in this particular sutra. I thought it was interesting that the first two words, uh, which is often translated to that, um, when you hear them to, the two together, it actually means womb. And then um, the next word, uh, dirja, sometimes we uh, do dirja breath, which is the complete breath, feeling your breath through all three parts of your body. I'm taking a long, deep uh, breath. So there's some interesting connections, the sounds of the words to parts of the yoga practice uh, itself and the idea of, of the womb and creation. Yoga Sutra 1.15 explains that you know, we want to practice but we also need to have freedom from desire, freedom from control and that the wisdom Um, also comes from this non-attachment. So when we have freedom of desire, freedom of control, we have wisdom as we practice non-attachment to things that are seen or heard or objects. It's going to be interesting to reflect on what our attachments are to the things that we see, things that we have heard, and our objects. Uh, objects are, um, are here, material enjoyment, objects, experiences, so objects can be translated in, in many ways and it's interesting to look at some of the different translations because then we hear uh, <laughs> more meaning. And then finally Yoga Sutra 1.16. The highest perception of the true self comes when we are free from desires based on our tendencies. And these are the gunas. Uh, And we're our qualities, sometimes it is translated to, we're all have, uh, all three. Sometimes we're a little more dominant in one, Rajas, Thomas, Sakva. These are our tendencies. The Rajas is fire and passion. It's much more complicated than that, but that's uh, basic and that Thomas is darkness, lethargy, and when we're feeling a sense of sattva, or, or we're sattvic, we have harmony, balance, and joy. Uh, it is interesting to notice that here, we're talking about being free from our desires based on all of those tendencies. So, you know, we might be attached to our fiery, passionate uh, self, we might be attached to, some of our darker sides of ourselves, our shadow selves. We might be attached to our our lethargy, right? Um, But we can also be attached to wanting to feel a sense of peace and and harmony and and joy. Um, So as we practice, when we make our efforts, we're having a non-attachment to maybe the the kind of a fiery practice or a, a soft, subtle practice or, um, you know, or feeling, feeling peaceful. We can get attached to feeling that way as well. So it's interesting to see where our attachments come up. Um, the point isn't to, to judge ourselves or to try to be detached. So I prefer the translation non-attachment, just trying to not be so attached to uh, parts of our, our life and parts of ourselves and be open to our our true self and to work on discovering what that what that is <laughs> It's just an interesting part of um, Of our practice and of our efforts to try to connect with something that's beyond our our tendencies okay, So I'd love to hear your thoughts feel free to uh, send me a comment And uh, and I'd love to communicate with you more about these concepts, they're very complex. Thank you for joining us today on Mental Yoga Life. Thanks to all of our new subscribers. And if you haven't subscribed yet, uh, please do so. So we see you're out there listening. If you have any questions or comments or like to leave a review, we would love that as well so that we can uh, connect in between the episodes, exploring a little bit more about the mind, but also starting to dive into some of the practices that we can do to help our minds. All right. Have a good rest of the week. You can find us on The Mental Yoga Life on Facebook and Instagram and at just Mental Yoga Life on the web.